Not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. All right, uh, over the past four months, five young people have uh, committed suicide in Woodstock. Officials are saying there have been many more attempts. What has been going on here, and why is this trend uh, seem to be rising? Gail Lavere is with us, creator of Youth Suicide Prevention in Woodstock, a Facebook group, and is pursuing a degree in community health, is with us now. Good afternoon, Gail. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. First of all, tell us about your Facebook page. So the Facebook page was um, created about a week ago, and it was just kind of on a whim. And um, since then, it's generated over 5,000 members. And the idea behind the site is uh, it was more or less to give youth a platform, um, somewhere that they could come and um, seek help from their peers if they're feeling as though they're in crisis or if they're just feeling down. Um, now, I also encourage parents to go on to that site as well, just as an observer. I feel as though our parents today are really out of the loop as far as um, what our youth are going through. Uh, so why did you do this? Um, to be honest, uh, my kids are no longer in high school. They're um, 21 now. But I, with the passion that I have for social services, I obviously have followed closely um, the suicides over the course of the past five months, and I felt as though there was meetings being had, closed and open, but I haven't heard anyone say anything about what our youth are asking for, and I felt like uh, with social media and how kids seem to connect with that, this uh, Facebook page seemed to be, um, you know, somewhat of a good idea, I thought at the time, and I really had no idea that it would blow up like this. So in other words, everybody's talking except the kids, or certainly nobody's really listening to them. That's how I feel, and now that we have this Facebook site, I think that um, that is how the majority are feeling on the Facebook site. And this includes parents, guardians, adults as well. I'm seeing a lot of uh, a lot of comments from them indicating that we do need to listen to the youth, and they haven't been given a voice up until now. How do you explain this rash of suicides up there? That's a great question, and unfortunately, I don't know that anyone can explain it at this point. Um, we don't know as a community that there's any one uh, one issue that's causing them. Um, I did do a Facebook poll for the youth on the site, and what they've indicated is stress and bullying are the top two um, categories that they're uh, attributing to these suicides. Uh, can we divide those up? How much of this is bullying? How much of it is other? Do we know? You know, it based, just based on the poll results itself, it really seemed to be close. It seemed to be really? kind of a 50-50. Um, as far as bullying, um, I mean, we've always heard about bullying. Yeah. Now, with respect to the stress, that's kind of an umbrella. And when the kids broke that down, they're talking about schoolwork, homework, um, home life, whether mm. that be, you know, chores, things like that, or being with family, as well as their peers. Um, it's hard in this day and age. And uh, they talked about breakups with their boyfriends and girlfriends as well. And what I think parents and adults are not recognizing is these aren't trivial to our kids. They take them very seriously. Whether, you know, we tell them, oh, it'll pass, or to get over it, they're not getting over it. They don't have the resources or knowledge to be able to move beyond um, how depressed they're feeling. Is this, it almost sounds like your Facebook page is servicing a lack of communication. 
between parent and kid? Um, I think it's uh, facilitating that. I think that now that parents are able to sit back and observe, they're probably able to start having those discussions with their kids. And I have seen comments from parents um, indicating that they really had no idea how our youth are feeling. Who posts on this page? We have, uh, we try and keep it to youth only. And that when I say youth, you know, there's different categories. Um, right. When I say youth, I'm really thinking about high school right up to early 20s um, mm-hmm. type age range. Um, but we do have parents that are posting on it as well. It's not always welcomed by the youth, but... Um, that was going to be my question. Uh, is uh, are, are kids, youth, willing to share their experience if they know mom and dad's watching? Um, the experience so far is, I can't speak for the kids that haven't posted because obviously there's going to be some kids who are very reserved, um, but we have had so many kids posting and it doesn't seem to matter who's looking, who's watching. It is a, a completely open page and I can't even tell you how devastating these stories are that these kids are telling. And I get the sense that they've never been consoled, they've never been told it's going to be okay, they've never been told how much their voice means, and that's where I can um, thank all of our adults in the community because they've made a point of commenting on all of these kids' stories in a positive manner, and I'm watching these kids respond back and say, I had no idea this many people cared about me. What are the kids saying? What are they saying? What sort of... I have seen these stories, like I said, they're devastating. I've seen public stories of these kids talking about sexual abuse, sexual assaults. Um, I've seen physical abuse, um, bullying, uh, a lot of self-harm. Those, I think, are the ones sticking out in my mind. Um, Those would be the big ones. What's the, is there a common denominator between all of these kids? I shouldn't call them kids, young youth. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, the only common denominator that I would say is not in terms of what they're experiencing, but the fact that they want to be heard. That's the common denominator. Um, many of them have expressed that it doesn't matter what we say or do, nothing is going to change. And that's really discouraging, knowing that our youth think that way. And so um, we've just made it our mission to make sure that something does change. Uh, why is it, why do you think what's going on in Woodstock is different from what's going on anywhere else? Is it? Why why is this happening here, do you think? That's a great question, and one that we would all like to know as a community. Um, We don't know what's different in our community. Um, I'm sure that every um, child, youth, whatever, living in their community thinks that it's the worst, they hate it, they want to move. Those are some of the things that I'm hearing in Woodstock, um, but that's all we're hearing. We're not hearing um, one particular thing that seems to make Woodstock stand out from anywhere else. What about social media, the spread of information? Um, Obviously, you know, the kids, whether they're in contact with their parents or talking with adults or teachers or what have you, they're certainly talking with, you know, with each other. Um, Social media, obviously, you're taking it and turning it into into a positive. Uh, Many have said that it, it allows the word to spread faster, both positive and negative. How has that played a role in here? 
Well, I think that um, it has definitely spread a positive as far as the site is concerned. But, you know, bullying is something that's seems to um, always be lurking. And I have heard that some of these stories that the kids are sharing are being used as um, a new method to bully. Um, Kids at school are taking these stories that these kids have so publicly put out there, and I'm not exactly sure what they're saying or doing, but they're taking the information that these kids are sharing and using that um, as a bullying tactic as well, which is sad. But I will say social media has been fantastic as far as spreading the word far and wide. Um, it, it took off so fast, this site. And, you know, I didn't expect it. I, I don't really know what I expected, but I did not expect to see 5,000 people on this site and seemingly all um, hoping for the same sort of outcome. Uh, you know, you just spoke of people who are taking the information information and using it for, you know, evil, not good. Uh, is this helping or hurting, or does in the end this is expose everything? You know, I, I'm sure in the short term it does hurt the individual that's on the receiving end of the bullying, but it's like I've tried to tell the kids on this site. We need to make sure that the bully knows that they're the minority. If these kids would take a stand collectively when they see bullying happening, stand up to it. And I certainly don't mean in a physical aggressive manner, but if we can shut that down on the spot, then I think the message will spread far and wide that that's not what our community is about, and we're not going to have that. Do we know if these five that uh, recent uh, tragic suicides have, do we know what, the, what extent bullying played in these? Unfortunately, we don't. And um, just uh, to respect the parents' privacy, I mm-hmm. have not tried to pry or find out anything um, with respect to the kids that have um, taken their lives so tragically. Um, we really don't know, as a community, we don't know what precipitated um, the feelings they were having. Um, that's probably something that hopefully the parents did find some closure on, but we really don't know any details about that. How concerned is the town that this is going to continue? You know, I think that the city of Woodstock has had their eyes opened in the past week. And, you know, because I see a lot of these negative messages from the the youth saying, you know, nothing's going to change, nobody's going to do anything about it. I'm also seeing that from some of the adults on the site. Um, They're talking about um, how long that this has been going on, why hasn't anything changed. So I do feel like there is that concern that it's just going to keep keep going the way it is. But, I, I mean... There's some of us that aren't going to stop until we do see some sort of change. So, uh, obviously, this Facebook page was something that was well needed and is is providing a platform uh, for these people to have a voice. Who else is listening to this? Who else is taking note of this? Are the schools involved in this? Is health involved in this? That's a great question. So of the 5,000 people that are members on this site, um, I've been advised indirectly that we have members of the school board, members of our local agencies, members of our police department, our city council. They're all watching. Mm. And what surprises me is that um, I can honestly say I believe OECYC 
and the uh, Woodstock and Area Community Health Center have been the most vocal in terms of assisting these kids on this Facebook site. Um, it is my belief, and only my own, um, that the people that are watching in the background are waiting for something tragic to happen so then they can pounce and say, see what this site did? See, we told you, research shows us that if you um, discuss this in assembly form like this on big social media sites, that you'll see rates of suicide increase. And I, I really do disagree with that. There may be some research that points to that in the short term, but I really do think that the assemblies are not causing the suicide rates to go up. The problem already existed. So that's mm. why the assemblies are needed. It was interesting you brought that up. I did have that jotted down here. Uh, lots say the old days, back in the old days, you know, you don't talk about this, uh, otherwise people will do it. I mean, if you were on a subway or, uh, you know, something like that, or somebody uh, uh, from a bridge, you would, you would, that was it. You, would, you, you knew because of the anonymity of it all what, in fact, mm-hmm. that, it, it, you know, it was. Have we grown out of that? Do people still believe that? I mean, I guess in one, I guess in one sense, you could look at this and say, "See what happened here." But I don't know—is ignorance the best policy here? Uh, you know what? People are still following that sort of rule of thumb: don't talk about it, or the kids will think it, and they'll do it. Yeah. Clearly, um, in my opinion, that's how the board is seeing things, and that's why we're not seeing these large assemblies happen in the school. Um, and I think that so many other. There are probably a lot of parents that also think that way, that why would you talk about that? Now you've given them the idea. But it's slowly turning. People are realizing that while talking about suicide is not comfortable, it's necessary. And that's something that I've always practiced in my house. We ask the the questions point blank. Are you depressed? Do you need counseling? You know, You'd be surprised. Mm, If you ask those direct questions, your kids will answer you. Good point. Uh, So uh, give us some sort of perspective here. These five that have uh, tragically died, uh, all in the same school, how do we break this down? Uh, No, they're not all from the same school. Um, It's my understanding that we have not experienced a death from um, the student body at Huron Park Secondary School, Mm -hmm. but there has been um, from College Avenue Secondary School, St. Mary's, which is our Catholic school, as well as Woodstock Collegiate. Um, All three of those schools um, have been affected by the suicides. And is have have the, there's been no assemblies or anything for people to talk about this? No, there hasn't. Um, what we're hearing from our youth is that um, they feel as though, and they claim to have heard this as well, but they're feeling as though the school board, or not the school board, their schools are telling them that there is not a problem, that they have the resources in place, and that they're saying that the children or our youth are the ones that are not accessing the resources that they have made available. And I will say that a couple of the schools have, you know, they've sort of bended the rules from my understanding. Um, St. Mary's and Huron Park, I believe they've stepped up a little more than the other two schools in terms of resources. Now, I don't say that because I, I've been in the school and seen it firsthand, but that's what I'm hearing on social media. Hmm. Uh, so in your mind, or in others in Woodside, I can't speak for anybody else, should the schools be doing more here? Absolutely. Um, what really infuriates me is um, the schools, when these kids are picking their courses for the year, they have the option to pick a hairdressing course, they can do makeup, and e- 
you know, those aren't the only two courses, but those are the ones I'm going to reference. Uh, yet we don't have anything for our kids as far as mental health in the mm. curriculum. Mm. And when we have five suicides in um, six months, I really think that needs to be addressed in the long term. We haven't had it thus far, but moving forward, I think it needs to be added. And if we need to remove makeup class or hairdressing class, then I think that should be looked at if that's part of the problem. Um, Not necessarily even to have it as a class as much as to have it incorporated in um, the curriculum that already exists. And what we also would hope that the schools will look at is having um, a child and youth worker present in all of the schools full time. We have uh, guidance counselors that people reference all of the time, and it's my feeling that the guidance counselors go to university to teach. They're teachers. Um, We have child and youth workers that go to school to address things such as suicide with our youth. You know, I, I don't understand how we could send our kids to a guidance counselor and expect that guidance counselor to take on, um, you know, a crisis child, a child who is in crisis, and expect them to de-escalate that or assist them other than to um, refer them on to a different agency. Hmm. Uh, Gail Abarisman with us, creator of Youth Suicide Prevention in Woodstock, a Facebook group, uh, Facebook group. How can we find this Facebook group, Gail? Well, if you go on Facebook and you type into the search bar, just type in Youth Suicide Prevention for Woodstock. You'll find the page, and you'll, you'll know it's us because there's about 5,000 members, and it's very active. Gail, thanks very much for the time and insight, and uh, way to pay it forward. Uh, we'll keep in touch with you on this. Good luck. Thank you so much, and thanks for caring enough to do the story.